That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is Hey y'all, it's Lace. And it's Catherine. And this is a catch-up episode of Cheaty's Podcast. What the heck is that? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Catherine. Uh, for those of you who haven't been here before, welcome to Cheaty's. This is the episode we put out at the end of the week where we catch up. We recap the interview episode we had earlier in the week. We put to bed uh, some some things that we're tired of out of Cheaters. We share some pop culture cheating stories, and we catch up with each other in our own personal lives. It's a new format. Uh, if anybody listened to old episodes, because if you're you're old, you've been here before, welcome back. We love you. Um, uh, you know our old episodes, our old catch-up apps used to be real wild, just a, just a wild west of podcasting. It had no structure. It's- just the, absolutely disgusting. Really, truly, yeah. Yeah, and now, too graphic. And, too graphic. And now too there's, graphic for sponsors. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> too, too, not safe. Not safe for work. Uh, and now our catch-up apps are more formatted. So those are the things you're going to hear today. Uh, but everyone, welcome to the catch-up app of Cheaties. Catherine, let's. We had a big one this week. A real big one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, a t- a two parter, but each part was a whole, uh, a whole Dateline episode. I mean, it truly, truly was. Here's what's funny, and that listeners don't know this, but when we were when we had figured out how we were going to edit the the whole thing, originally we were going to stop at one point, and I ended up stopping it at a completely different point that I didn't expect to. But uh, if Oh, also, sorry, anybody who's listening, if you haven't listened to part one and part two of Bless This Mess from this week, stop right now because this is lots of spoilers. We're about to spoil it all. Uh, So go back and listen to those and then come back here unless you're just using this as cliff notes, which that's fine as well. But uh, yeah, so I stopped that first episode at the whole he said he was caught thing. Yeah. Because there was still so much more after that. Like when we were recording, I oh, kept yeah. thinking, I kept being like, oh, well, this is the climax or this is the mm-hmm. big thing. This is it. This is it. This is it. And there just happened to be a hundred more. The yeah. Whole well, time. when she started, it, it would like hit a big moment. And then she'd be like, and then that was the end of 2013. And I, I would go like, okay, it's 2021. Damn. We got. Yeah. I know. So I was doing the same years. thing. Yeah. yeah. I kept like so, hearing, I, I would hear it moments and I was like, oh, okay, well, here we go. We're rounding, rounding to the end. And then mm-hmm. like you said, I'd be like, trying to oh, do no, math. This 2017, I'm still in my twenties at this point. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Even, me too. I'm like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. there were points where I was like, I'm still in my twenties. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so a let's, quick recap. Yeah, I was going to say, the, so recap, episode, recap. Yeah. Uh, as quickly, I'll sum it up as quickly as possible. We've said it a million times. This is a, this is a 15 year long story. They meet in high school. Uh, the beginning, the very beginning uh, of, of troubled times. She's, but they're going to prom. 
they're the couple's clearly together. He takes her on high up upon a cliff, tells her one of his other friends doesn't have a date and they've had a pack to go together. So he's, I'm going to go with my friend, right? Since then she goes to college. He goes, uh, to, he finds Jesus with his family, blah, 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 blah. They're in different States, blah, blah, blah. They're on again, off again, on again, off again, a million things diff happened, blah, 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 blah. He's always telling her, you know, uh, I, you know, I want you, I want you, they get together and then it's, oh, my religion, I've got to back off because, mm -hmm. the, you know, I did this, 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 and I'm this. I'm feeling guilty for being sexual with you and our relationship is so sexually charged and blah, blah, Correct. blah. Correct. So essentially he was going back to her for sex the whole time and was living a completely double life where he was a virgin and dating these other super religious people that were you know, approved by his uncle or no, sorry, brother. his brother, his brother and sister-in-law. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Who were running a mega church. Mm -hmm. um, and she would find out he was end up being in relationships with, you know, just a mission trip girl, you know, the, the girl next door <laughs> in your hut on your mission trip. And, uh, excess so forth so forth leads her on leads her on i can't do it anymore than than teases her and gets back with her blah 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 15 years in the making he he doesn't respond to his her phone calls uh one weekend <sighs> she later finds out it's because he got married that weekend yeah that's after how... reaching out to her saying how badly he wanted her blah 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 blah, blah. he would and there was so... a there was a moment in the story he drove all the way back in one night from Memphis to St. Louis to go cry at her doorstep after yeah. one of the nights that he said, we need to cut this off. And then she's like, are you serious after all this? Blah, blah, blah. Even though he never claimed it was a full relationship, but yet would still cut things off all the time and then come back and apologize. So you can't say it's not a committed relationship. If you're literally doing everything you would do in a committed relationship, talking every single day, driving through the night to come apologize, Oh, I mean, it was, you know, lying about being in a, other relationships. Saying, oh, and what you covered, you, you didn't even, you said the thing about he met Faith on that mission trip, but remember he lied about that for years, for years, years and years. And then he said that that wasn't a thing she knew from the time she saw that woman in a picture with him at that mission trip. She, she caught it. She saw it. She felt it. And he lied then. And he lied and lied and lied and lied and lied and lied and lied until finally one night when he's at her house, she's like, why is she telling you she misses you? Why is she? And you swear he need, she needed you for a code this morning. Yet I checked online and this girl is in New York. So here she is just like, literally flabbergasted that you've been lying. He'd been lying for years about not being in a relationship with this faith person. And that's yeah. who he ended up marrying like seven years later. <laughs> so I think the, and, and what we realized after the entire story had happened and she's at the point where now she's like, okay, you got married and she's finally cut off ties. She, she stayed committed. She stayed committed to this guy for 15 years, literally like had her fun then and there. But this was her, this is who she, she, this she didn't date anybody else for long yeah. because of that. You know, she didn't give herself a chance with anybody else. And now she's, you know, and not that this is old, but like, this, this, this is a decade and a half. 
It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of, of not giving yourself a chance to be with somebody who's going to actually give you what you need and love you and et cetera. And commit so, to you publicly. Correct. Correct. And, and like, <sighs> he, and not, and hmm. yeah. And not put you down when all of a sudden he needs to push you away. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. So this is 15 years later. Finally, she's hopefully on the other side. So, and again, we're, we're still kind of, it's, this is a current situation. Like she just found this yes. stuff out that he got married. This is um, all within so the last year. Like this yeah. hasn't even still been a year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the other side now. We're about to positively spin out of control. Oh, that's right. We couldn't get to that part in the episodes because the episodes yeah. were so long. But yeah, let's let's focus on the positive spin to this whole story. So so let's do it. What do, what do you see as the positive, Catherine? I I mean, it's, it it does infuriate me that she gave up fifteen years of her life for this dude. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, this is a tough one for me because it it makes me so angry that this guy literally um, didn't have enough respect for her to let her live her life and let her, you know, he kind of like gaslit and strung her along for so long that he wasted all of her 20s and some of her 30s. Yep. So my own, I guess my only positive is that she's been through so much bullshit. Yep. That hopefully now when she's ready to move on, you know, and I know she said she's, she wants to be single for a while. She's not interested in anybody else. Good for you. Da, 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 da. But when you are ready to find somebody else, like your, your bullshit meter is so high. Yes. That you are, you, you don't have, you don't have room. You have right. no more capacity for bullshit. Yes. And yes. she's just ready to find somebody when, you know, whenever she's ready. Yep. Who's, who's going to be the person that she needs and not some piece of shit that's going to string her along. I think that's, that's my, that's my, that's the only positive I could really find out of this right now. There's, I mean, you hit the nail on the head that, uh, yeah, her bullshit meter is, is calibrated to, to the nth degree. It is, it should be so fine tuned that she should be able to feel it from a mile away. And, um, so that is great. And like she said, I mean, we can't say wasted because I hate to say wasted years or wasted your 20s or whatever. We all feel like that. I mean, I'm no better. I wasted my 20s as well in a relationship. But I can say, and like she said too, she did have a lot of great times with her friends. She lived her life. She traveled. She did all kinds of things that she wanted to do. But in the relationship department, he did steal that time from her to be able to focus on or fall in love with someone who could have given her better genuine love. Um Here's another positive, though, from it, I'll say for sure, because now that it's over, she does, she is still only in her early 30s. She's got a lot ahead of her. She is now, uh, and now the most important thing, all the positives of it is she is in therapy. Yes. She is in therapy, and we've said it before. We'll say it again. That's the savior. That's what everybody needs to be doing. And if it took all this to get her, you know, some some professional help to deal with, you know, the assault she talked about that happened to her in her early twenties that clearly affected her greatly and deeper than she realized it affected her. She's dealing with that now and she's dealing with, um, being gaslit for so long and being held as a secret as well. Like that'll, that'll screw you up as a person, like literally like her whole family and friends and everybody knew about him. And then on his end, she was the, she was, you know, shoved under the rug 
and she was a secret. So yeah. yeah, a lot of times when you go back and listen to it, there's just little bits where she you would see her place uh blame on herself for yes. things that you'd be like, Oh, girlfriend, that is Mm-mm. not no. your fault at no. all. No. So I hope just th- maybe through more th- more therapy and she'll start to realize that she's not responsible no. for some things that happened no. and for other people's behavior, et cetera. That's right. So, that's right. That's right. So yeah. I think that's the most important thing. And, uh, and we're going to keep in touch with her. I truly enjoyed her. I think she's a lovely person and I really want the best of things for her. And even if, I mean, the best of things don't always include a healthy, happy relationship, but if that's part of her journey, I want that to happen. Uh, if that healthy, happy relationship is just going to be with herself, I'm all on board for that too. But Either way, Heather A., uh, we appreciated your story. We really did. And I think a lot of people um, will see a little bit of themselves in that because I think we've all been on the other end of somebody not wanting to commit and gaslighting us. And might have been, been a couple dates, might have been 15 years. Yeah. Been, <laughs> chances are somewhere in between. Uh, but yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, okay. So, okay. obituaries. What are, we, yes. what, are, what are we burying? What are we burying? Oh, bitch, you weary <laughs> of Christians mm-hmm. in in an authority position in a, in a Christian organization mm-hmm. who uh, gaslit follow gaslight their followers mm-hmm. into thinking that uh, they've they they must. Um, behave a certain way or, or only, uh, associate with certain people that follow the same guidelines that they do under their own Christian beliefs. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, because isn't, isn't a huge part of true Christianity to love thy neighbor and to accept everybody, no matter what. Um, and to, you know, if, if you're truly trying to, bring people uh, into your, into the fold, into your belief system, then you have to love them, give them time and patience and grace. And his family treated her as if she were just a freaking unworthy heathen. Like, remember Mm -hmm. that whole story about she gets sat down. He's like, well, do you know this? Instead of just going, thank you so much for coming to church with us today. He's like, do you know this pastor? Do you know such and such? Do you know the blah, blah, blah? How, how often do you go to church? I mean, and not, then telling him cool. if he, yeah, if he sees her, then he can't yeah. be around his nieces and nephews, blah, blah, oh, blah, Oh, that blah. was so screwed up. Oh, that it's made me like, so mad. Dude. Yeah, not cool. That's, that's, that's not the Christian way. So no. you're hiding under the guise of righteousness and, uh, and, and wronging another person and judging, which thou shalt not judge. That's what the mm-hmm. Lord does. Only one can judge. Uh, Damn if we're going to get real serious. Yeah. Yeah. So be wary of that shit. Oh, bitchy um, wary. Oh yeah. And then what I'd like to put the bitch in obituary and bitch about is, um, a dude who, or a woman, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's always mostly dudes, but whatever, a person who does all the relationship things, all of them, and then will not put a label on it. It's one thing if you both are down for no label, but every uh-huh. time she pressed for a label or some sort of comfort knowing that yeah. she's his and he's hers, 
considering they're living their life as a full blown relationship couple, you know, coupled up couple, uh, every time she brought up, he'd fight with her. It turned into a fight because he was projecting because what he couldn't say was the truth, which was, oh, sorry, I'm in a full blown relationship with someone else over here. That's why mm -hmm. I can't commit to you. But he tried to use the whole, well, it's not, you know, my brother wouldn't approve. Bullshit, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. That dude, woo, be wary because they are hiding something. They are projecting like hell. Sure, sure. Be wary of, of a label that has no adhesive on the back. This label will Ooh. not stick. <laughs> That's, That's good. good. That's good. Be a label with no adhesive on the back. That's funny. That's funny. It's, it says, boyfriend. It says. It's so weird, but it won't, uh, it yeah, won't it stick. Just, it keeps falling it off. Falls Every off. time I try to put it on, it keeps yeah. falling off. Yeah. <laughs> And then taped it on, and then yeah, yeah, and then somehow he spilt a lot of coffee on me, and, it, and every it, time it got stained, every, and then it ripped off, and I don't every know, time. It just I don't stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is if that that you are being hidden, girl. You are being yeah. hidden. You are a secret. There is another one who is who is living out loud as his partner somewhere else, and it's not you, honey. It's not yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, hate, yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a wife on on in the altar and a girlfriend in the parking lot. And obituary, you in the parking lot. You in the parking lot for yeah. sure. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So glad we got all that off our chest. We didn't cover that at the end of the other episode, but uh yeah, we needed to we needed to get through that. Um but yeah, okay, so let's uh let's we I think we wrapped up that cheating story. Um I have a pop culture cheating story to bring to the table. Do Please you? tell me. Okay. Yeah, I got one. All right, so this is not something I've been I've I haven't been following super closely, but it has been all over uh pop news lately and sports news lately. Um and I I remember hearing it like last week or whatever, a couple weeks ago when it was announced. Now there's more details. So for those of you who follow uh basketball, y'all are familiar with Stephen and Seth Curry, who are both brothers who both play in the NBA. Um I remember back in the day when I used to date someone who was really into uh, college basketball. I remember watching Stephen Curry play. Um, mm -hmm. Who was he? Like Gonzaga or something like that? All I, I know is Steph Curry was at Davidson. Oh, well, then Stephen Curry was at Davidson, too. They both were. It was the red, it was okay. the red school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They both played at Davidson. Stephen's older. Anyway, long story short, his adorable parents. I mean, adorable. They're like... In their 50s, they're so cute. His mom looks like, I mean, she should be famous. Have you seen pictures of her? No. I'm going to show you on the screen right now. Look, but, this is his mother. Yeah. Yeah, she's it. Gorgeous. I mean, yeah. ridiculous. Looks like a model. And his parents are so cute. They've been together for, what is it, 27 years or something. That's his dad, too, just so you know. Uh, they're just oh, so cute. Oh, damn. He's, yeah. Yeah. Good looking, cute couple. I hope okay. he hangs on to her. So that's what's not happening. Uh, they announced that they were getting a divorce. People were shocked. They're like, what the hell? Uh, they've been together for 33 years. They've been married. They've got the two sons in the NBA. They've got another kid, too. Um, not as that important, poor, I guess. That poor other kid. That poor other oh, kid's not rough. the NBA. That's right. The other kid works he, at, like, yeah. Best Buy. Yeah, and he just <laughs> clocks in. And, and he just has to walk across the big TV screens and, and their brothers. And watch his brother. playing his brother's highlights. <laughs> 
And it, while he's walking to, to his boss's office to let him know he's a medicine, his numbers, his quota for the month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's uh, pissed. We say this knowing absolutely nothing about this third sure, uh, not person in the family. Not, I don't even know if it's a boy or a girl, going to be yeah. honest with you. Um, okay, so uh, they're, so mom and dad announced they're getting a divorce. The kids obviously were asked about it. I say kids, they're grown adults. Um, but they were asked, like, in press conferences, oh, do you want to make a comment about your parents, you know, because whatever. And everybody's like, yeah, it's, it's sad, but they're going to remain friends. Uh, it just, you know, it's an amicable split, blah, blah, blah. Well, it was revealed this past week or late this past week or weekend that, uh, there's actually some infidelity. And that's why this beautiful couple after 33 years of marriage is splitting. Sonia, the mom, Sonia Curry says that throughout their entire 33 years of marriage, throughout most of it, that her husband, about to be ex-husband, had multiple relationships. His name's Dell, by the way. And uh, and he had multiple marital misconduct during their marriage. And then, and what's funny is uh, Dell Curry, the dad, was saying, I think he came out and said it first, he accused Sonia of cheating on him with this other NBA player. Wait, where was it? Hell I'm yeah. like, in this Hell whole yeah. article... Okay, so, oh, sorry, sorry, not NBA, but football. So it says (laughs) starting an extramarital relationship. He was accusing her of starting an extramarital relationship with former New England Patriots tight end Steven Johnson and lying about it. Good. TMZ reported that. And then so she, I guess, had to come out, yeah, in public and be like, yeah, and he cheated on me off and on for 33 years. So good. Who gives a shit? So go, 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 Sonia. Get your touchdown. That's right. Get you a touchdown. Get in that end zone. Yeah. 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 Yes. Get, get you in yeah. that end zone. A safety. We went too far. Uh-huh. That's fine. I like it. Okay, I'm good. not I'm not you calling the flag on that play. I'm I'm Mm-mm. down. Yeah. Love a love a love a, listen. 33 years, you're gonna cheat the whole time. And mm-hmm. and your rebound it is not a rebound because you can't rebound in football. But it's a pick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying so hard here. You're really trying. I like oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but your but you rebound as an NFL player? Class. Go for it. That's it. I'm down. I'm in for it. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I think she's uh think she's doing good. Uh so good for her. Oh, that third kid is a is a girl. Uh I did this is in the end of the article. I love how she's like the forgotten one at the very end of the oh, article. Oh, for sure. They're like their daughter, Sidel, was born in nineteen ninety four. Oh, and she's married. Her husband, Damian Lee, plays in the NBA. So Damn. I think they're doing fine. I think the whole family is doing fine and they're gonna be doing fine post divorce. Imagine all- Thanksgiving over there. Oh my god. So many tall, beautiful Imagine the the pickup game. Very wealthy people. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Yeah. They're probably yeah, not allowed to play pickup games if they can't get hurt. So uh, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, um, yeah. <sighs> wow, wow. What a fam. What a, what I love a, that. I love an NFL uh, rebound. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, and then so that's NFL it. Trade. All right, I keep trying. Okay, mine quick. Um, but I, you know, I have a hot take on it. Okay, uh, you've heard these names before. Uh, Kanye Kardashian and Kim mm. West. Mm, 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 Kanye's 
Kanye's been been in the A for a while, working on finishing up his his album that he just released, Donda. He stayed at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, home of the Atlanta Falcons, Rise Up, and he was supposedly staying in like a like a tiny little room. Uh, did you see it? Did you see when they posted pictures of his like itty bitty little room? It looked like a jail cell, so he could like focus nothing on <coughs> finishing up the album, and then he'd have re- release parties there, and everybody would file in, and then they would just like put one spot out there with a bunch of fog machines. It looks so like weird. It's it looks so like a weird. high school magic show, and uh, he would come out and just kind of stand around and walk around while they were playing his music. It was really weird, but at the end, so weird. Kim comes out in like a wedding dress and they like embrace blah 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 so it's a big deal right so i didn't know about that i didn't know she came out in a wedding Mm -hmm. dress i thought they were getting a divorce i thought that was final are you kidding me she she's been at the listening party she's like been posting pictures of her and and uh courtney like sitting like in in some of the club seats in mercedes-benz like adam they're definitely like not separated anymore (laughs) She comes out in a wedding dress. How ball. could she stay with him after well, all here, of this? This is my take. This is my take. Listen, shenanigans. His single, like one of the biggest songs that it's, it's playing on the radio now. I'm working out. It's coming on my Spotify. It's called Hurricane. And he has this, this line in it where he's like, uh, you know, something, something. I got a new chick, two kids down. How could I do this? Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, essentially the, the what has been said is that he's admitting that after they'd had two kids he had stepped out on her with another woman. Okay. And they eventually had had two kids after that. Yeah. And this is my take. Okay. On it all. I love a business marriage. There's certain, (laughs) there's just certain, this is the modern day Clintons people. This is our new Clintons. Or the Kardashian in the West. Because uh, there's certain people. And the Carters, too. And Beyonce and Jay-Z yes. as yes. well are a business but that, marriage. That one, you might, it might be a little more love in time. But there's just certain, like, definitely celebrity couples. I think for that, that amount of money, out. I can be in love with a Sure, sure. A American. turtle. Yeah. yeah. This is a good point. There's, but, like, so much shit comes out and then they publicly air so much. Uh-huh. Of their own like drama that you're like eventually you're you start reading between the lines you're like oh this is there's no love in here this is uh-huh. a business partnership a and business marriage Kim mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are I don't know I would rival that they might be the best at it yeah because they they know they know what's gonna rile the people up and know that's gonna get oh, them yeah. going. And they've and... been such an awkward couple since day one. And I'm not a keep yeah. it up with a Kardashians person. I don't watch it. Never watch. I've know of it. Obviously, I've seen clips of it. It's annoying to me. I don't care enough to like keep up with it or whatever. Um, props to Kim and all her sisters and whatever. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm not trying to shit on them. But I'm just saying it's just not my thing. However. I've always thought their relationship was awkward. I remember that music video and you probably remember like what it was called, but like yeah. years ago where she was like naked on, on the a back motorcycle. Of the yeah, yeah. 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 That was so cringy and weird. And I saw no chemistry. I've never seen chemistry between the two of them. Chemistry. Ah, oh, chemistry. Chemistry. K-I-M. Uh, I like it. Uh, yeah. I never, I've never seen chemistry between the two of them pretty sure all their babies were made in a test tube. Uh, mm-hmm. I know she had the one, but 
not real sure about the other ones. Um, yeah. yeah, it is for sure a business marriage. For sure. It's business marriage. Some people need sure. different things out of marriage. I just, yeah. uh, Hot Tap always talks about like uh, Peyton Manning, who's obsessed with mm-hmm. his wife. Apparently, they uh, they just date other people and oh. they hook up with other people and, and they, they just, just stay together a, for business. Just, yeah, dude. So, I, for the certain, listen. hey, and that's okay. To me, that's not infidelity at all. That is a, that is, if it's a, agreed upon. It's a pact. It's discussed. It is a contract. It is a contractual um, uh, relationship, and that's cool. That's fine. Yeah, it happens in politics all the time, dude. When you when you watch Hillary and Bill walk out on a stage together, you can just (laughs) yeah, you can tell she she. That's the first time she's seen him in three weeks. Always, (laughs) always, always. She looks at him and she's like, "All right, Bill, uh, stand up straight." Uh huh. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. And then yeah. she just walks out and she and she's yeah. she's she's annoyed till the yes. minute she walks out and then she just puts yeah. that smile on and she's like, Is the buffoon following me? Is the okay, Is he, he's, okay, okay, great, uh-huh. great. He's, he's near me. me. He's following okay. me. Okay, uh-huh. great, great. Uh-huh. And she just yeah. waves and smiles. And every time and he, he looks at a at a young intern walking by, yeah. she's just elbows the absolute shit. She's pinching yeah. the back of his arm at all she's times. Like, yeah, she's yeah. like, just 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 give me thirty fucking minutes. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> that's you can all text I need. her. And then as you can as... do whatever you want after Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's exactly what's going on. And has been from the beginning. I like from that. From the beginning. Yeah. Kim and Kanye, I just assumed they were getting a divorce. Like I had to I thought it was announced, it was done. He he went on those insane rants when he was running for president. I mean, come on. He embarrassed the absolute shit out of himself so many times. And I was like, clearly she's going to be done, right? She's going to advocate for some serious mental help. Some serious therapeutic intervention needs to go down here. Uh, he needs all the meds. And uh, and I was hoping she was going to separate herself because she is fine on her own. And uh, oh, This, nope, is, this I is, guess is her space. This is where they thrive. Yeah. This is I just great. Am- all I hope in the business in the business uh, relations is that, or the business marriages, uh, that they're all getting their needs met on the side. That's all. That's all I care about. Because if you're yeah. not getting it, because those marriages aren't together because of chemistry and love, they're they're not. So I hope they're getting that somewhere else. I'm sure. I hope so. I'm pretty sure at that point in your life, anything you need, you're gonna get. Yeah. Especially for them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're too. Ugh. All yeah. right. Well, I didn't need to know all that, but thanks for reminding me. Uh, You're welcome. What's all been right. going on in your life, Catherine? KB, what's uh, going on? Just same old, same old. Uh, about to go on a lot of bachelorette trips. Again? Know. Yep. Back to back, baby. Is that the two weekends you're out of town that I have written down on my calendar? Yeah. You're going sure back is. out again? Wow. Sure. Okay. Sure is. Cool. Well, yeah. Hopefully yeah. this will be over soon. Just a lot of. My uh, Amazon order list is a bunch of cheap lingerie mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and okay. penis regalia decor. Yeah. 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 Penis regalia. Not yeah. that exciting. Uh, you just got back from Limestone Festival I did. in Bloomington, Indiana. Tell me about I it. I did. I did. I did. I had the best time. Uh, love. First of all, comedy festivals are always um, interesting and most of them are fun some are stressful, some are poorly put together, some happen too fast. But this one had all the good things. So, great festival runners who know what they're doing. 
They, it was in a great town. I had no idea what to expect in Bloomington, Indiana. So shout out to Bloomington. If anybody started listening to the pod because y'all saw me on a stage there, hell yeah, welcome to the pod. Uh, thanks for coming to my shows. That I was shocked, and I'm a moron because I, ha- I did not know that that's where the University of Indiana was. Okay, because like you are. Yeah. So yeah, I am in that. In that, I regard. just well, I, I it was two hours north of me, and I had, I had friends that went there, so I had a lot of times I don't remember up there. Oh yeah, that's right. When you were in Louisville, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I did not know, and so I had to like fly into Indianapolis. I rented a car. I drove to Bloomington. And I had to go through like all these cornfields and like small towns. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening? Like, where are we right Dude, now?" All of Indiana is corn and roads. Oh yeah. So that's why I was like, "Well, if it's not in Indianapolis, where is it?" You know, because I've been yeah. through Indiana a bunch. And uh, boom, right there, cool, cool town. Get there. I'm like, "Oh, it's the college town." Now I understand. Um, it, the so. They put on a good one, and not only do they put it on well, the directors, which shout out to Matt, Jared, and Dwight who put it on, um, they also get crazy amount of sponsors. I've never seen anything like it. We were fed every single day. We had free drinks every single day. Um, they We were just very well taken care of. They got people discounts at hotels. They... Uh, had even some transportation set up for people who didn't want to like rent a car. There was like a shuttle situation going from Bloomington to Indianapolis. And, uh, and then the shows were just quality, quality shows. And they were all in walking distance, like all in this really cool downtown area. So you literally Mm -hmm. just go from like cool venue to cool venue, to cool venue, to cool venue, to giant theater venue. Then you walk around the corner and then there's the club, there's the comedy attic. And then there's all these really cool other venues. Um, we closed the night down two nights in a row, dancing at the gay bar called The Back Door. Um, <sighs> uh, incredible. Just, you can't ask for a better festival. Like, it was so much fun. And the people who were there were so freaking cool. A uh, friend of the pod, Katie Hughes, was there. And uh, since she's also an Atlanta comic, she and I both waited to the last minute to get a room. So we got a room together. So that was super fun to have somebody to like, you know, drive back and forth with into the little town and to the hotel and all that. We had a freaking blast. Will Foskey was there. Wait, go back. Was she what? like a good roommate? Better than me? Um, she's a great roommate. I'm trying to think. There's no, it's not, it's not better. It's here's, she was How down. How would you describe me as a roommate? You you take a lot of body showers. I did. I do. I love a body shower. You take a lot of them. Yeah. Katie, and you Katie kept thinking and I that are, I was masturbating in there and I I'm wasn't. I'm like, you don't have to keep going in there and jerking it, Catherine. Like, I don't, I'm not. I just, I just, I get, just, just, I just a, like a little warm wash. It's a, yeah, it's a lot. Cleanse uh, my soul. <laughs> if that's what you call uh, your, <laughs> your jerking off time, cleansing your soul, then that's fine. Whatever you need to call it. Katie and I were both, she's so, well, we know how chill and easygoing she is anyway, but like we're both on the exact same nap page. Uh, so we have the same nap schedule, which is very important. Every single day we would get up and we would go do whatever the hell thing that was scheduled that day we'd do. And then at some point in the day, midday, we'd both be like, nap, 
You nap? I'm nap. I want to nap. You want to nap? Perfect. Let's go back. Let's take a little ride back together. We'd go back. We'd both hit our beds. I'm getting we'd, jealous. We would die for a little bit for a couple hours in the middle of the day. Just a, a day little t- midday die. A little midday, midday death. And, uh, and then we wake up. We're like, mm, okay, same pay. Everybody good? And she doesn't put on like a full face of makeup like I do. And she's so chill. And relax. Like she would, she would patiently wait for me to do my makeup or let me do it in the car, and she would drive. Uh, she's just so, so easygoing. And uh, yeah, man, get it's important. It's important travel uh, with someone who enjoys naps as much as you do, because I think okay. that was like that was sweet. But okay, you're a good cool. napper. I remember when we've traveled. You, you'll, you'll take a little death in the middle of the day. Sometimes a quick one. Yeah. 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 What I hate, I, I hate, and I went with you, and it's taken me time to, to admit this to myself, but you were like, let's go shopping. And I was like, okay. And we went to a TJ Maxx, uh-huh. right? Or something yeah. else. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I'm a Target. Say, I, I hate Target. it. I hate oh. it. I hate a TJ Maxx. I hate a Ross. Oh. I hate any thrift store. I hate store. Ross. I hate Ross. I like um, TJ Maxx. I just, I just, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's like... It's just like, do you want to come collect all these things that you're going to stress about how you're going to get rid of a, a year from now? And yeah. then just you're siphoning through just racks and racks of stuff. And then you hold up this pink and gray polka dot sweater. And you're like, do I think this is cute? Or do have I just, am I just, have I been in here too been long? Beaten down. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, <laughs> and I don't, would I, <laughs> Would I would I look at this on a Tuesday morning and say I want this, or am I just a, is this just a tired Friday four p.m. and I've yeah. been in this TJ Maxx too long, too long, yeah. So yeah, and I did do that with you one too many times. Yeah, that's true. So we did do a little shopping in Bloomington, uh, some of the best shopping actually, mm-hmm. and we turned on like fourteen other people in the festival to it. We found a, and I think Fosky found it first. Actually, Will Fosky found this uh, vintage T-shirt store. He loves a vintage T-shirt. He's bought me two. Oh my God. So I, you know me, I live off vintage yeah. t-shirts. Um, and so I, he tells me about it and I'm like, well, we got to go there. We got to go to this vintage t-shirt shop. So we go on Friday to the shop. He, we go and find it together. Um, Katie, Will and I, and then this, uh, adorable, hilarious comic named Sabine. She is, she was formerly in Chicago. Now she's in New York. So anyway, I know Sabine, Sabine. I just did shows with Sabine in New York. I know Sabine. You know Sabine. Yes, I know Sabine. She's the best. She's so sweet. Yeah, she's the amazing. sweetest. Dude, so I much just, fun. Damn, and y'all just didn't talk about me at all. I th- here's the th- here, okay. So for your ego, because I know this is important. Um, yeah, I I did. So several people I talked to over the weekend would be like, "Oh, where are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, Atlanta." And they're like, "Oh, I only know a couple comics in Atlanta." And then most of them would mention you. So okay. and then I'd be Thank like, you. "Yeah, that's my podcast co-host. That's my girl." And they're like, "Oh my god, love Catherine." Blah blah blah. That's blah, my blah. best friend. What did you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. And then uh, yes, I remember her saying that she knew you. And then Mo Yakub, Mo knows you from Ten Thousand. Oh, Mo that and I, boy, I love dude, Mo. No, Mo and I fell head over heels in love with each other, and we partied hard. We partied real hard one night uh, at the gay bar. We had so much fun. Um, Mo's my man, dude. Mo Which and I shared secrets. 
We shared secrets. I think we're closer than y'all are. I hate to tell you, but we had a really good time. All right. I got to go. I got to slide in some DMs. Yeah. So we, uh, we did, we did that vintage t-shirt shop and we spent, I mean, forever in there. I bought two shirts. I should have bought a thousand more. I wanted a thousand more shirts and I didn't, I regret every other shirt I didn't buy because then what they did is all the comics, like, I guess Sabine went back and told people that about it. Other people heard about it. Next thing you know, the next day, everybody's got a vintage shirt on. I'm like, I'm like, Mo, where'd you get that shirt? He's like, I bought it at the, the place. I was like, yo, went back. Like everybody, Darlene had gone back. Darlene's yeah. a hilarious comic from uh, Canada who's out in San Francisco now. And uh, she was hanging the whole time. And uh, yeah, she had like a bunch of new shirts. Everybody had new t- vintage shirts or new vintage shirts on. And, uh, and I was so pissed because I had no more time left to go. And I did not, I didn't buy all the shirts I wanted. So it sucks. And that's big a, and a vintage, hard to, a vintage she, a good one is hard to find because, uh, you, you, you want a good, good quality one, it's but you don't soft. want to look like you just, you spent $67 on it at urban outfitters. Exactly. You can't just have a, a new Rolling Stones band no. tee. You no. have to have, you have to get one from the seventies, but it has yes. to be good quality. Yes. Yes. I know. It's I know. Hard. I know. I know. It's hard. Oh, speaking of old, soft, great, perfect shirts, Ka- uh, Katie found the best and it's a camel, uh, uh wait, camel cigarettes. Yeah, it's good. With Joe it's Camel good. on it on the back. And it was like the softest shirt, the best shirt. Anyway, great time. Damn. Here is the final thing I'll say about this festival, which this is why I loved it so absolutely much. Three dudes run the festival. Used to be two. Now it's three. And uh, the majority of headliners and the majority, I want to say the majority of people on it. I didn't count. But it was real female heavy. The headliners... All women except oh, for amazing. two. That's there amazing. were two dudes, and then there were like eight women headlined. Like it was, and no one, nothing was ever said about it. No one made That's a big great. point. No one they made a big deal. They didn't say like, "Look at our look at all the ladies." Never made yeah. a big deal. No, they didn't even. It was just such a normal, cool thing that there would be, you know, obviously all these women on it, and there's no, we don't need to make a big deal out of it. And. Man, it was quality people too. I got to see Jackie Cation th- Thursday night. She only had one show in the festival, but she was one of the headliners at the theater. And uh, man, killed it, killed it. It was so good. It's all her new stuff. It was amazing. We all just sat there like we were like, she's so quick, so quick. And it was yeah, great jokes that she's been working on for the last like year and a half for her album. You know that she just yeah, yeah, recorded. Yeah. So anyway. And then I think Christella Alonso was supposed to be there. And I think for some reason she wasn't able to come, but still, then there were, uh, other headliners were like Jay McBride, uh, who's this lovely transgender comic. Um, I didn't get to see any of her sets, unfortunately, but I know she's super funny. Lots of people said good things about her sets. Um, who else? Oh, and then obviously Beth Stelling. Uh, and Sarah Schaefer and I got to yes, be on one of Sarah Schaefer's show. I know you should be. And then I got to catch both of them headline and I got to, uh, hang, hang a little and, uh, chit chat and, and Beth selling is going to be on the pod. So <laughs> she made a commitment on camera. She had like a, we got to ask her about this, but she had like a documentarian with her the whole time. So she was like, Looking super hot, by the way. The first night she came she in, she has been looking hot. I saw her. Oh recently. my god! Oh, you didn't even see her. She was wearing a freaking, which I'm now I'm gonna have to buy. But it is a, it was either a pleather or real leather, probably pleather skirt that like buttons up the front with like 
patterned uh, black tights underneath and little black boots and like a little black t-shirt t- tucked in with some shit on it. Anyway, cutest freaking outfit. And then she was this dude with a camera that was just following her around the whole time, like filming everything Man, she was doing. that's when you know you made it. When you're like, hey, I got enough people that care about me. Let's document everything. Let's document everything. Yeah. So on camera, she goes, Lace, I want to do the podcast. And I was like, oh, finally, a year later, after a year ago, you told me you wanted to do yeah, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Or I said, I asked her and you said, yeah. And then you said no. And that you were quitting comedy. She's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm doing comedy again. I'm not quitting now. And I'm going to do your podcast. And I was like, okay, well, you brought it up All and right. you said it on camera. So let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have to bring her on now. Cause I feel like that was a good, that was a threat. It was, it was promise, promise and a threat. And, yeah. And that's so. what we'll do. Yeah. We promise to threaten you. We promise to threaten you. That's what we will do. Yeah. Um, oh, and other comics. Oh, Chanel Ali was one of the, uh, was one oh, of the headliners as well. Who I absolutely love, who is a beast. I got to be on one of her shows. Um, I'm trying to think there were so many. And then the dudes were a guy named Ben Roy, who I know is funny, but I didn't get to catch a set. And then, um, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait and Dana, Dana Gould were oh. together. They did the, they did the show with two heads thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. But it was amazing. mostly women, and I think I'm even missing some of them. Like it was so good. Like, oh, Dina Hashim, yeah, um, Hashim. I think is how you say it. She was one of the headliners. I mean, it was wild. Like I'm telling you, it was just like so many hilarious Damn. women, people from all over. What a- uh, just good hangs, great times, good That's times, great, dude. Good times, I'm great so oldies. Happy for you. Thank all you. Right. Cool. I gotta go DM Mo now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a little jealous, and then go. all right, love it for you. So happy you got. That's like a dream lineup, all star yeah. uh, lineup. Uh, that I wish I could have caught. So cool. Thank you for living up my dreams. And uh, maybe I'll be there next year if you let me in, limestone. All right, we're wrapping this episode up. Your next guests, we don't even want to tell you yet. They're so good. We can't. They're so good. So yeah. tune in on Monday, maybe Tuesday, for our maybe next Tuesday. guest interview. Stay mm-hmm. stabby. Leave us some reviews. Uh, send oh, us please. a DM of your, of your reviews, and we'll send you a sticker. We'll send you a sticker. And, uh, yeah. We want to read some new reviews on here. We haven't gotten any in a minute. And, uh, y'all, we love your reviews. We love them. Please leave them. If you haven't left one, go leave them. We know that... Way more people are listening to this podcast than are leaving reviews because we see the numbers. We know the back end. Y'all, get on there. Tell us what you like about listening, even if you hate listen. I don't care, but leave us something positive and, you know, we'll read it on here and we'll send you a sticker. So do it. Until then, we love you. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.